The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Dr. Claudia McKella. Good morning. Good morning. Is everyone ready for Valentine's Day next Friday? Just in time, I thought we should talk about relationships. Yeah, and it's, you know what, it's not as easy as it seems, right? They need work. They need a lot of work, and that's the message we're trying to convey this week. Um, Healthy relationships are so important, so necessary to being successful in your everyday living. Uh, They enrich our lives, and they allow us to enjoy our lives that much more. But we have to remember that no relationship is perfect, and we must work at it. And no relationship is perfect. And I think that's a key because sometimes it looks like everyone else's relationship is perfect. And it really, you know what, it probably isn't or it's going through the same issues and ups and downs that you are. And it's not quite as it seems on social media, shall we say. Absolutely not. And a relationship that has those ups and downs and that can weather those storms are usually the ones that kind of last the longest and are the strongest. And I feel like we should really remind people that it's okay to have a good week, a bad week with your partner. I mean, I have a great relationship with my husband, but we do have arguments and we do disagree on things. And then we kind of bring it back to center and try to understand where we both stand. So it's a lot about compromising. And uh, I feel that's really important. And if I can ask you about your relationship in particular, you two are together a great deal. Yeah. You live together. You work together. You have a family together. Is it too much? So it it can be. um, And that's why we only work together one day a week. And the reality is we don't really even see each other. Like I have my patients. He has his patients. uh, So we don't really have time to communicate during the day. Um, But we do work at it and it can be hard. And we do have disagreements. So we have family discussions that we sometimes, you know, don't agree on, like what we're doing with the children, what they're getting involved in. And then we have work discussions. So we really work at keeping the, the... the two things separate and then having a relationship on top of that. And there is the fundamental love there, uh, but we do have to really work at kind of separating the two and understanding when we both need space from a certain conversation. And that's okay to say that, that you need space. Yep. I'm not embarrassed. Neither is he. We laugh about it. We have a great time together, but we know that some days it's like, you know what, I need to have lunch on my own or let's not, you know, communicate about this topic right at this very moment. Let's just kind of diffuse a little bit and get back to it. Now, Dr. Claudia, are there tips to create a healthy relationship? I think there are a few key elements. So in a relationship, I think it's important to become friends and be friends first. That's really important because then you understand each other that much more. Communication. I'm a big, huge advocate on communication, whether it's good communication, bad communication. We definitely need to talk about everything and let your partner know how you feel. Uh, Trust. Trust and reliability. I can trust my partner. He is reliable to me and vice versa. He trusts me a thousand percent and I'm reliable to him and we support each other. Support is important. So if I'm doing something that I feel is important, he will give me a hundred percent support and vice versa. And honestly, the biggest is forgiving and forgetting. Uh, You know, we all make mistakes. We all say things out of anger, out of frustration in the moment. But forgiving and then forgetting is key because you can forgive, but you must also forget and not bring it up. And I'm not going to lie. I'm the I'm the notorious for this. I can remember things that happened like when we first met. For sure. I really make a conscious effort not to bring that stuff up. Now, what if some of these tips 
you know, fall off a little bit, or we're feeling like, you know what, I'm not working well in this area of my relationship. How do we bring it back? You bring it, there's so many ways you can do it. You can be, you're conscious of it yourself, which is great. You know, there are so many therapists, so many coaches who can help you get back there. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing to be ashamed of. There are people out there who are professionals and who can help you. And those relationships change through the years. Uh, We change as we get older. uh, Our priorities change. We may or may not have children come into the picture. So there are a lot of elements and variables that come into play as we live with someone in our lives. Right. And and you are going to change and you hope that you will change because we must evolve as individuals. But you must also evolve as a couple. And, you know, I think in choosing a life partner, I think you deep down inside, you know that that person is going to understand you and is going to want to see you grow because you're going to grow together. And then sometimes it, it, it doesn't work out. But if you know that fundamentally you guys are meant to be together and you can work it out, there's always a chance, second chance. I believe in second chances. When we come back, we go one-on-one with a divorce and breakup coach. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Have a question? for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059theregion or email us info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Dr. Claudia McKella. Thank you, Tina. Our guest today is Joanna Lopez. She is a divorce and breakup recovery coach, and we're so happy to have you in studio today. Thank Thank you you so much, ladies, Uh, We are so excited to talk about relationships because it's Valentine's Day on Friday, Mm -hmm. and everybody's thinking about relationships. We're thinking about how to make them great and how to make them better and how to make them last forever. Mm -hmm. So can you talk to us a little bit about um, a scenario on how we can make relationships better? What is there, what is the missing link? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people... A lot of people that are struggle, having a struggles with the relationship, most people want to save the relationship at all costs. And the first thing I want to say to the listeners is the first thing that comes is acceptance. You have to find acceptance within yourself and you have to make peace with where you are in your relationship. Because acceptance, as simple as it sounds, will really create a lot of peace in where you are. Basically, when we accept where we are and we find peace and we know that no matter what happened, whether you save the relationship or move on, you are going to be okay. As simple as, as that statement sounds can create miracles in the relationship. Now, now that being said, I want to give the listeners an exercise that can actually help them create a deeper connection with their partner. So now... Let's dive into a simple exercise that will help you focus on the positive of the relationship and create a different dynamic between someone and their partner. But before I share the exercise, there is something the listeners want to understand. When we first started dating, we were in a love bubble and our brain unconsciously was focusing in all the positive aspects of your partner in how amazing they were, in all the little things that you like about them, etc., etc. Once we get comfortable and we feel like and we feel like that that love bubble pass so our brain unconsciously tends to focus in all the negative aspects of them what they are not doing or what they can do better or different etc 
And all this negativity push your partner away because whether you are verbally saying the things that you don't like about them or not, we are in a morphing genetic field and they can actually feel it. So what do I suggest? There is a scientific proof that appreciation is one of the fastest ways to change our energy about others. So as simple as it sounds, writing a list of 10 things you like about your partner for 30 days consecutive will create a different dynamic in the relationship. And once you've done this, things are gonna start changing between you two, and if by then you still struggle and want to have a talk or something with them, I promise you, you will have a different conversation with them. So let's hold it right there. So 30 yeah. days, you write down something positive about your partner. You basically, what you want to do, you definitely want to write a list of the 10 things that you like about them. And sometimes it might be, you might be irritated with them and you will feel like, <laughs> oh my God, I cannot find 10 things. <laughs> but you want to make that effort because you want to shift the energy around that, right? And whatever, remember, keep in mind, whatever you focus on will increase. So if you focus on the negative things, that will increase. If you focus on the positive things, that will increase as well and so I love the idea of the love bubble right yeah. so let's I want to go back to that for a second so love bubble is you are focused on all the things that you love about that person and we do that unconsciously okay right? because okay. when we start dating and we had like that first connection do you guys remember like how it is like you are so excited and Barely. you want to tell your friends yeah. everything <laughs> about them and how amazing and you just your friends just, just want you to shut up kind of thing <laughs> so we all do that unconsciously but after we pass that love bubble we the, our brain because it does it for survival mechanisms we'll start looking for things that can go wrong that you that we don't like etc so that negativity will push your planet away so doing this for 30 days consecutive right in at least 10 aspects that you like about them, even if it's like, I don't know, they throw the garbage today or, <laughs> or whatever it is, or their smile. You look for whatever you can find. I promise you, in, 10, in 30 days, you're going to be able to. And change. so you're not articulating this to them. You're just writing it down and subconsciously absorbing it and Absolutely. reminding oh, I this like is that. an exercise mm, for okay. you. I mean, you can talk to your partner, but I would say change the energy first. It mm -hmm. takes two to tango, but it takes one to inspire <laughs> the other one. Right on. I love that. Um, two to tango. I like and I want to say something, uh, sure. something more about, about uh, the relationship dynamic. The other thing that is crucial to understand is that sometimes the irritations that someone can be experiencing, experiencing sorry, with their partner can make no sense. Why feel so big? You might ask, why am I so angry and irritated why, with them? When deep down, you know, some of the things you get irritated about is not a big deal. But what is actually happening, it goes beyond of what's happening now. Yes, it has to do a lot with the past. It's an accumulation of emotions, disappointments, resentments, misunderstandings, etc. that you never took the time to heal properly. After all, you didn't know what you didn't know. <laughs> so, and now these wounds that have been healed are creating new wounds to, for some actions that could be probably insignificant. So whatever you guys, um, whatever you guys do around the house when you are out with some families or friends, etc., or just spending time together, is going to trigger some of those old wounds. You might be making a joke or thinking you are being helpful, or what you are saying is harmless, or that the other person doesn't care of what you're saying. All of these so-called insignificant actions are going to have a bigger emotional charge to both of you because the old wounds haven't healed yet. So it is important, it is crucial for your relationship and for your general well-being to heal those wounds 
learn how to let go, forgive, and make peace with what happened or didn't happen. There are hundreds of, there are hundreds, if not thousands of exercises on Google on how to forgive. Find one that resonates. I am an EFT practitioner, practitioner, so I use emotional freedom technique with my clients for forgiveness. But you can find any exercise that you like. Two things that you are looking on the exercise is, number one, you want to give a voice to what's been bothering you. So allow yourself to empty out of how you feel, uh, how angry or upset you were with your partner for whatever you think they are doing or, or not doing. You can put that on a piece of paper. Once you empty out, the second thing that you are, that, that you are looking for is to make Make the decision to forgive them and make peace with them. Remember, forgiveness is an inside job. <laughs> you don't have to talk to them. And, 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 yeah. and you mentioned that earlier in the show about how yep. important it is to forgive, forget, and let it go. That's right. Absolutely. On-air apology right now to my husband <laughs> for what happened this morning. <laughs> All right. You're That's good. Amazing. And you know what, Claudia? I do... Right. I do recommend to do forgiveness detox once a month because we are experiencing life every day. And we have, there are two parts in our brain. One is negative and one is positive. And the part of our brain that is negative, we co- will constantly look for things that are going gonna be wrong. Mm-hmm. So we wanna detox ourselves at least once a month so we can actually have healthy relationships. Okay, a forgiveness yeah. detox. Yeah. Forgiveness yes. detox, all right, yes. next. Do it. Yes. Okay, so the other thing that, so now we know that like you have to have a love bubble, then you have to write down 10 things for 30 days, and then you have to forgive, right? That is key to maintaining a healthy relationship. Absolutely. What else is missing? Like what else can you as as a couple or as an individual do to keep that relationship spark alive? One of the things that happen, especially when you've been in a relationship for a long time, is you start getting disconnected. Again, if there are a little, there are a few triggers that happen in the relationship, you get irritated, blah, blah, blah. You start getting like growing apart. Mm-hmm. So you you basically no longer know who, who that person is, like like for real, because they, you guys are going through different things. So one of the practices that I absolutely love to deeper our connection with our partner is actually one I learned from Tantra teacher, Tantra teacher Lila Martin from her programs, Epic Lovers. So basically, in order for us to connect with our partners, we have to learn how to hold space, something that we, 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 no one really teaches us how to do that. And this is crucial for the relationship as well. So how to learn how to hold space. You can do it with, the, and with an exercise that I'm going to share with you now. So actually, so basically it's super simple. Simple, but also it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. So you have to be ready for this. So you want to sit across, of, across, across from your partner and you are going to ask them three questions. One of the things that I want to say before I share the questions with you is that the purpose of this exercise is to hold a space, to learn how to hold space, meaning no matter what they say, all you're going to answer is the following thing. Thank you. That is very important. You can write that down. Thank you. That is very important. That's it. No matter what they say, you can't say anything else. And the three questions that you are going to ask them is, what do you want? What do you really want? Number one. Number two, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Number three, what do you like about me? What do you like about me? And those three questions, no matter how they answer, remember, 
your answer is going to be thank you. That is very important because what you want to do and then, pardon me, and then they are going to ask you the same questions. So it's going to be a dynamic where you are going to do that and then they are going to do that. And you guys can time uh, the answers uh, for one minute to two minutes, depending on how comfortable you guys feel. And what I want to say as well is that no matter what they say, you want to just answer that because this is the purpose of this exercise is to create a safe environment so you guys can actually feel uh, comfortable to express with one another of what's going on and really get to know each other. And I have to say, this exercise is wonderful before you guys make love. You don't have to make love if you don't want, but honestly, it really deepens the connection with your partner. And I think that's key is just being uh, connected and being truly honest, right? And hold the space, yes. right? Because here's the thing. When, when your partner says something to you, you might be triggered. You might be taking it personal or you might want. This is not the time, guys, to fix things, to try to solve any problems, to try to talk about it. No, this is the time for them to feel safe so they can express with you. And you guys have to make an agreement before you do this exercise that th you guys are going to respect that. This is crucial in order for this exercise to work. Oh, I love this. So we have a lot ahead of us in order to keep these relationships going. Um, and is that another way? Like, I know one of the things that people always talk about is like they've lost the passion in a, in a relationship, in a marriage and whatever it is. What is one tip that you can give that will keep passion alive in a relationship? Well, passion, it seems like it's something that you either have it or not. However, passion can be created, and it, it is created by the environment that you guys are. For example, if you have kids and you are kind of lost in the monotony of the relationship, of course, there is not going to be passion there. So you, got, you kind of want to create that. You want to recreate that. You want to kind of go back to where you guys started, when you guys started dating. What was super exciting about, about, about dating him or dating her? Like, what was exciting? Maybe seeing them. Uh, and going on a date or going on an adventure. So you want to recreate that. You might not be able to recreate it exactly, but you can you can create an environment that is similar so you can actually bring that back. And one thing that is definitely super important in relationships is to to, to put dates in their relationship. Like, I, mean, I know that a lot of people that have been dating for years, they get comfortable and they have kids and they, they life happens. It is important for the relationship, depending on your schedules, to, do, to, to go on a date just with your husband, just, just with your partner, boyfriend, whatever, once a week. If you can't do once a week, do twice a week. Mm -hmm. But definitely do that. Where you connect is just you and him. And you can you can think about the things that you guys used to do before. And obviously, obviously, time is different, right? But think about what excites you about him and try mm -hmm. to bring that back. Create like a scenarios that will be excited. Uh, I know that a lot of people already been in, in relationships for a long time. You can always do role play. It's so fun and it really creates a dynamic a dynamic with, their, with with your partner where it brings that sparkles right because anything that's new is going to bring that sparkle so I know that role play sounds like okay I don't know if I want to do that but it doesn't have to be anything crazy you can simply say okay let's just have fun and let's meet at this bar and let's pretend you are picking me up right. you're trying to you're trying to date me and see if you can date me if you, if you <laughs> then something like that it's all you have to do you can do something simple like that because that creates something in the brain and it starts releasing like dopamine and, and all of these excitements that you had at the beginning of the relationship so definitely put dates in your discussion 
schedule, number one. Put days on your schedule. If you can do it, do it once a week. It will be really helpful for the relationship. Only you and him. And create excitement. Go outside the box. Do something that you never done. I mean, you're only going to know if you like it or not if, if you try. If do tried. something different. Like, I mean, do a different date. Something that, that brings excitement. If you want excitement, you have to bring it. I love that. I'm going to try and bring the excitement back. But yeah. yeah. You go, girl. I am. I'm going to try. And I've already apologized, so it's all good. There you go. You're well on your way. So you are a divorce and breakup recovery coach. So as much as we want relationships to last forever and to be passionate as ever, how do you help people in recovering after a breakup? How do I help people in in recovering after a breakup? Well, it has to do with a lot of scenarios and a lot of things, right? I mean, not one person will have the same process than the other person. Uh, I run workshops uh, so people can be educated about what's happening in the brain when we are going through separations. I do one-on-one and we're hosting retreats uh, this year. And one thing that I want to share uh, is that definitely having an understanding and a better edu- education of what's going on in the brain when we're going through breakups will help us heal faster. So what exactly is happening in the brain? Absolutely. Thank you for asking that. <laughs> and so basically, when we're going through a breakup or a separation, divorce, whatever it is, so we are going through a set of emotions, a spell of emotions. We feel hurt, we feel in pain, we feel down, devastated, we feel like life has ended. And all of these emotions that we are experiencing, it feels like, oh, maybe it is because I'm making a mistake and, and maybe because of the love that I have for my ex, or et cetera, et cetera. And I wanna tell you, you, yes, if you are going through a breaker and separation, first of all, I know it's not easy, but I want you to know that the pain will pass. This is not gonna last forever. You are gonna be okay. And going back to my point is that the pain is so real, it's so real and so strong. And what happens in the brain is that there is is a part in our brain called the amygdala. The amygdala is responsible for the fight and flight mechanism. So when a big change is about to happen, the amygdala does whatever it takes to keep things the same because change represents danger for the amygdala. So your brain is going to start releasing a lot of chemicals. So a lot of the things that you're feeling in your chest is actually a lot of psychological reactions. And that's when your brain starts sending you all these images of how amazing they were, all the things that you like about the relationship, about them. It kind of put them in a pedestal and forget the reasons of why you were unhappy in this relationship before you broke. So he does a lot of that. Thank you so much, Joanna, for being here. That was great information. If our listeners want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? Absolutely. If the listeners want to talk about their current circumstances or their specific situation, they can reach out to me at joannalopez.com slash book a call. Awesome. And you have uh, workshops coming up as well, Joanna? Yes. Thank you so much, uh, Tina. Yes. I, we actually, I'm, I'm partnering with Laura Bilota from Singles in the City to run a workshop, uh, I think it's March 14, on breakup recovery and dating after marriage or a long-term relationship. So check it out. You can find the link on Eventsbrite. Just look, look for uh, Divorce and Breakup Recovery, and you're going to find the workshop. We are on the top 10. <laughs> That's right. And if you're looking for love, you can go to W www.singleinthecity.com and uh, get partnered up for sure. 
And Dr. Claudia, please remind our listeners how to follow you. You can reach me at Claudia underscore Machiella or at my website, www.thecenterforhealth.ca. And that's our show for this week. If you missed any part of the wellness prescription, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. I'm Tina Cortez. Thanks for listening. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059theregion or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region.